Alright, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist King Wes. What is up, King Wes? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you joining us, man. Thanks for doing the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Alright, let's get into this, man. So you got some cool stuff going on in your career. Um, I want to, before we get into your, your, your current projects, I want to give you an opportunity to, to bring my listeners up to speed, kind of go back in time a little bit and tell us, tell us about this road trip you took from Portland to LA to kind of kick this whole thing off. Um, for sure. So, um, it was actually kind of like, it was right before I actually, uh, considered actually doing music. Um, me and a couple of my friends, it was kind of like spur of the moment. Uh, we up and decided to go and uh, go down to California. I had another friend that lived down there in Fort Twin, California. So kind of over by the coast in Northern California. So, um, how it ended up happening this way, um, he had, uh, called me. And so we were talking about what, what was the best path for me to take down there. So when I sent him the picture of the GPS, he said, no, take this path. And so the path that it was taking me was cutting like straight across like no man's land mm-hmm. and straight to the coast. So I'm like, you sure this is the path? And he's like, yes, the path. I'm like, all right. So we ended up taking, we ended up taking the, uh, the path and I probably spent like three hours driving through pitch dark forest and it was like pouring down rain and like oh, raining it, it was raining three times faster than my, my windshield wipers could even keep up with like 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 but like terrified you know what i'm saying so we finally make it through um we finally make it through and then uh we get out and we're, we end up on highway 101 and as soon as i hit on the highway 101 uh, i had my music playing and then uh mailbox money came on uh uh, you know the the um the album Mailbox Money by Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I knew that song came on like like right as I hit it, and then I don't know it just the music just kind of hit me differently. I'd already been listening to it, but the song just kind of hit me kind of differently, like especially in that moment of relief. And then I, I don't know it just was kind of circulating in my mind, and I actually had revisited like the idea until I got back to Portland. Um, but on that road trip, it was like the most beautiful scenery riding, mm. you know, down Highway 101 on that coastal line, you know what I'm saying? So even though we had went through, you know, that that, that dark path, you know what I'm saying, that, that three-hour drive and, and that dark and stuff, uh, we came out and it was, like I said, it was, it was a beautiful drive. Um, and so when I did, you know, down the line, um, get, get to the point where I was, I was making the music, you know, I was like, you know, that kind of was the my realization of, you know, coming out of, coming out of, you know, the struggle or, you know, every, anything you've been through and then, you know, just, just living in paradise. So hmm. that, that, that was, that was, that's interesting, man. I mean, I've actually been in that situation where the, the, the rain, you can't even see out in like the, you can't even see the front of your car. Right, um, right. And then, you, and, and, and especially if it's dark out, and what makes it even worse is if you're in a, if you're in an area that you don't know, you don't recognize. Exactly. Uh, I mean, exactly. it adds a lot of stress to it. Um, and then a 101 highway is beautiful, man. I've been out to the West Coast. It's, it really is a beautiful ride out there. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm glad it had that impact on you, man. Um, sure. All right, so also I read up that, that you have some singing ability, which is good. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, do you incorporate your vocals into your hip-hop music, or, or, or are you just a straight rapper? Um, I, I definitely do incorporate vocals as well. Um, there's a few tracks on uh, my new EP that I got some uh, vocals on. Um, so it actually, my singing background came from choir. I was in choir um, all through elementary school. So oh, that was okay. actually my, my first, I guess, uh, taste 
of you know really being involved in music you know what i'm saying and so uh mm-hmm. i definitely i definitely do incorporate my singing into my music absolutely now when you was in choir because i took music too and i also took music theory and when i was in college um <laughs> did you have a teacher that that mentored you that that, that was encouraging you to, to go to go after a music career is that what uh, happened Miss McVeigh, she was actually our choir teacher. Her name was Miss McVeigh. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that was in choir, like she, she's like, you know, like a like like a queen around here. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she really gave us, you know, like our our foundation as far as music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like um, even with us, you know, being from two, you know, completely different cultures. You know, there was no. You know, barriers, there was no anything like, you know, we related from day one. Um, and she really kind of, she gave us our soul, really, That's as right. far as musically. Like, you know, she gave us our soul. And so, you know, I feel like I, I, there's no way I could possibly be the, uh, the uh, musician I am today without Mr. Clay. Yeah, that's great. You know, and, yeah. um, I, and, and man, I hate that I forgot this guy's name. You have to remember, I interview literally thousands of people, so sometimes I'll forget. Um, I'll forget somebody that I talked to like you know two three years ago but there was a, but there was a hip-hop artist that I that I interviewed a couple of years ago and he was telling me about when he was in school when he was in high school like he would always be like rapping like he'd be walking down the hallways just freestyling just like just rapping and one day his teacher kind of got like not like mad at him but she pulled him aside she's like you know when you're in class you you can't rap. You got to pay attention. To, you know, you got to pay attention to the teacher. You can't be rapping back there. But you know what that teacher did? That teacher gave him like ten minutes, like after the, like before the class. What it was? He said, she said, if you come a little bit early, I'll give you five or ten minutes, and you can rap for the class. And 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 and, and he and, and he took her up on it. And he said that was like a huge moment for him because. It, like the teacher had faith in him, and then it also said it, it, it built my confidence to get up there and have me rap in front of people. Exactly. And, she, and, he, and he said that teacher had so much influence on me. I don't even think she realizes it. So it's really cool how teachers can impact people. Exactly. And I, that confidence is is number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To even do this music. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was the number one thing for me. You know, I feel like yeah. I had the words and everything, but that confidence is number one in having that mentor. Yeah, man. And you know, it's really it's really important. Um, you know, because a lot of teachers would have just told him to shut up and pay attention. Right. And that would have shut the kid down. It would have shut him down and it probably would have hurt his confidence. But this teacher had enough wherewithal to, to embrace the kid's talent and gave him an opportunity, you know, to rap a little bit just to get it out of his system, if anything. But it really meant the huge, it, made, it meant the world to this guy. Right, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so you got a song, your, your single, um, called Touched. So give me the backstory on that song. Um, so Touch was actually a, a song that I that I did on uh, GarageBand on my phone. It was the first song I had ever recorded ever. Mm-hmm. I had um, I had spent probably like a nine month period just kind of you know getting my style together, kind of figuring out what direction uh-huh. I want to go, just kind of figuring out like the bare bones of the music business. Um, and then I was like, you know, I didn't, it was, I was starting off and like I said, I had the little garage band app on my phone. I learned how to, you know, maneuver it just from playing with it for, for so long, uh, uh, you know, for such a long time. And so I recorded touched on it. Um, and then I, I happened to just send it to a few people and then 
um, after that, I kind of moved on. I was writing other things, and I kind of forgot about it for a second. Um, and so I never actually officially released it. But as I was out in places, people you know that I knew were saying, "Hey, I heard that song you did." Like you know, they were giving me like you know a lot of a lot of great feedback from it. Like you know, I even forgot about the track. You know, I mm-hmm. felt like you know even since it, it hadn't been that long, but I already felt like you know I had grew you know musically from then. But you know, I was like just from that. You, that you know little first piece of whatever i did from that you know such a positive feedback yeah. and you know me knowing that things that i've written after that were 10 times better i was like hey i think this is something that i could that i could possibly do so that song that kind of is in comparison to like the the the, 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 the hip-hop artist i was just telling you about the the uh, young man that was rapping in front of the class that the teacher gave him that opportunity he used that opportunity to springboard him forward and to go on and write even better songs and you use touched to springboard you your your, your talents um yeah, exactly. the reaction you got from the people that you listen let listen to it kind of will you use that as a springboard right what's the song touch touch what's the title mean like touched how uh Touch it means like um, I was kind of I was kind of talking you know talking a little mess in that song. Uh, touch it had meant you know as if you know um, like um, you know say we out doing something and you may come and violate you know somebody that I'm with or violate me or violate yeah, yeah. anything that we stand for. Then you know we got people that's gonna come do something to you. And by so that, touch I means you whooping somebody's ass. So you are you exactly, fucking somebody? Gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. I got yeah. you. Cool. <laughs> I got you. That's some street lingo. Um, I'm a little bit older than you, man, so I'm not up. I'm not as. I'm not as. Uh, I'm not as as in, in tune with the street lingos I used to be. Uh, we gonna keep your hip, though. We gonna keep. Yes, yeah, sir. Man, I appreciate that. And you know what? You're gonna be my age one day, and you're gonna be at some youngster guest gonna be talking to you. You're gonna be like, "Yo, help me out with that one, man." Right. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> That's just the way it works, man. That's just the way it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So moving on to the EP Highway 101 that we just talked about. Your experience on the 101, I'm guessing that's that's why you titled it that. Exactly, exactly. Like I said, um, you know, when this with this being my, my first project and, you know, me had, it, it, was, it was literally like an exact representation of, you know, that, that trip, you know what I'm saying? I did everything from being a banker to working at the zoo from fast food i'm talking like everything i've done yeah. everything and i was i feel like that represented like that that dark path that was a real dark time for me i was you know kind of just clouded i didn't really know what I, what I wanted to do where i wanted to go you know what i'm saying and then I, you know i just kind of just kind of stumbled upon you know writing a verse um and then it was it was it was like it just turned like real passionate for me you know what i'm saying and so i feel like that's an exact like you know um representation of that trip you know we went through that 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 dark you know the force air for like three hours and then we came out and it was just beautiful vibes from there um and i feel like, like i said this this definitely represents uh the direction you know i came in the direction i'm going for sure that's what's up man do you um do you, you do you have a go to guy for your beats or do you make your own beats? Um, I got a, uh, a couple of people. Uh, actually, with this, seven of the eight beats were produced by uh, Dom's XO. So um, this is actually my first time working with him. Um, I had actually I had because I had kind of had the idea, you know, that I wanted the same person to do 
the whole, you know, mm-hmm. the whole, uh, the whole project. You know what I'm saying? So um, I went out and kind of skate. You know, I know some people here who do beats. You know what I'm saying? But I needed, you know, kind of a, a step up. You know, so I went out. And, you know, I canvassed a lot, um, and I came up, uh, came across him, and I reached out, you know, and we actually, you know, built a good connection, you know what I'm saying? So, sure. um, that turned out to me, actually, I originally got eight beats from him, it should have, he should have actually did every beat on there, um, something happened with the beats getting sent back and forth, and I didn't have the eighth beat in time, uh, for, you know, the time when I was going to record it, so I ended up having another song in my back pocket, which was the first song of the EP, um, that's produced by Lou Haller, um, Mm-hmm. And, and it ended up working out. Um, hmm. So you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't. It's not really a go-to person, but and, and uh, but I go to a couple of people. But I am currently teaching myself how to make beats. So that's going to be coming soon. Wait yeah. on it. Wait on it. Yeah, that's really. It's, it's it's really. It's good to know how to do that for a couple of reasons. A, you don't have to pay somebody to do your beats anymore. Right. And B, if you want to make beats for other artists, you can make money doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Let me ask you this about beat makers. I've always, I've always wondered this. Can 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 a beat maker develop a style that that can be recognized by somebody that it's in hip hop, like you know, that can say as soon as they hear the beat, they they can tell like who the person is that made it. Absolutely, absolutely. Like like mustard, DJ mustard. You mm-hmm. hear a DJ mustard beat, like. 9.9 times out of 10 you gonna know it's a mustard beat yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like you know but I feel like that's not with any producer like I feel like it's only literally a handful of producers you know that that have that you know level of talent that's to, right to, to, to really leave a mark on the track like that you yeah. know what I'm saying so I, I, I feel like there's some out there but those are the greats though that's why I asked that because I really get fascinated by talent level that separates good to, to greatness exactly. you know like yeah. when i hear you know like it's like it's like when you hear like a tupac song mm-hmm. like right away you know who it is because he has that exactly. signature like right away you know that's tupac um yeah. when i hear eddie van halen the guitar player from the rock band van halen when i yeah. hear eddie van halen when i hear a guitar riff i'm like right away i so i know it's eddie van halen i just know his style right. So I was always curious, and I asked you because I just didn't know the answer. I was always curious right. if the great beat makers separate themselves and where people can actually know who they are just by hearing the beat. Absolutely, and it's like insane. Like no, no matter how many people you go to um, that are not, you know, at that level, it's like you know, it's just, it's, it's just something. It's just something like some kind of magic potion. I feel like these greats have that they only sharing with the other greats or something. Like it's like no, nobody else can like you know quite just mm-hmm. quite match you know what these guys are doing, and you know, and that's why they make the big bucks. Yeah, man, that's what's up. So you get any radio spins? Any any, any of your stuff? Get any spins? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm spinning out here on the radio uh, regularly, um, and then it's a couple other uh, stuff I got uh, going. A couple other stations uh, I'm on to outside of Portland, but bigly here though. And what's the main um, what's the main driving force um, that you use? I mean, do you use your social media um, to get these spins? Like, do you like tweet at people and, and like at DJs or spinners and say, "Hey, man." I mean, how do you, how does it work, man? Because back in the old days, like like my old ass, man, when I was in high school, um, you know, the, the the holy grail for a musician, no matter what genre, whether it was hip hop, rock, country, 
the holy grail was to get signed by a major record label. I mean, that was the right. shit. That was the shit. I mean, that's what separated bands from garage bands to making a shitload of money was if you can yeah. land a record deal, and then of course the record company finances you and sends you out on tour, and you know, and, and then blah blah blah. So nowadays it's a lot different. I mean, now now it's it's a different field. The music scene's changed. Yeah. Um, so, what do you do as an artist? What is your like, how do you separate yourself? Because, look, man, we know that hip-hop artists and rock rock singers and bands are a dime a dozen. There's millions. The market's saturated yeah, with, with, with yeah. hip-hop artists and rock rock singers. So what do you, So what's the plan? Like, how do you how do you rise above the pack and, and get your stuff, you know, out to the masses where you can make really good money with it? Yeah, so, so like you said, the, the, the market is, is very saturated, and that's the first thing you've got to understand when you come into the game. Like, this is the most saturated market, yeah. so it's all about, you know, how can I approach things differently? You know, everybody, you know, the traditional style, release your song, hoping for, you know, it to go viral, and then, you know, rinse and repeat, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so I'm thinking, like, how can I... I go about it differently. You know, I'm still, like, I don't have, like, the, the biggest, I'm still working on growing my followers on my social sure, media stuff. Sure. But the thing is, uh, my, my big thing is making valuable connections, you know. Uh, yes. Like, I, I treat, I treat, music the same way somebody would treat going to medical school or business school you know you have to know the ins and outs you know what i'm saying there's so much stuff and even you know all the research i've done I, i'm still you know jaw dropped by some of the stuff that i learned every single day you know what i'm saying so it's about you know but how you approach it and i, I make valuable connections and I, I i have faith in my music you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so if, if i'm able to do a research and then able to get in contact you know with the person who could place my song here and do this you know i'm very confident that when they hear it, you know, they they gonna they, they gonna want to do something with it. You know what I'm saying? So my, my biggest thing has been making making those valuable connections, which you know I've been lucky to make, you know, several you know in my in my early career. So yeah, man, that's great. Um, yeah. Let me give you some advice. So first of all, like you said, you're you're, you're a young guy, man. So I don't expect you to have a million, two million followers yet. Like, although some yeah. people your age do, uh, but it's not yeah. easy. It's not it's, it, building social media is, is work. I mean, you can do it. Um, so keep at that and build build your social media. Um, you know, obviously you want to mass up as many followers as you can. So that's right. definitely you know because then because it's all about marketing. Mm -hmm. It's about how you market yourself. And and the and the better the better you become in marketing yourself, the, the better chance you have of landing that big deal. You know, getting getting that song to take off. Um, right. Social media is a really good platform to have. I mean, we didn't have that when I was growing up. We didn't have Google either. Otherwise, I'd be a fucking honor student. I, mean, I can't believe I can't believe I can't believe there's people that fail school now, man, with freaking Google smartphones. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the other piece of advice I have, I'm gonna, I, it's not my. I didn't. I didn't come up with this advice. I stole it from somebody, but it's really good advice. I was listening to an interview one time with a, a African American bass player named Stanley Jordan, one of the greatest bass players ever. He's a jazz, like a jazz bass player. Um, well, actually, I, not a bass. He, no, no, no. Let me take that back. He wasn't a bass player. He was a regular guitar player. Um, just phenomenal. We'll just Google him one day and listen to how good this dude is. But I listened to an interview with him one day, and and the interviewer asked him if there's some advice you can share with some young up and coming talent. What would you tell him? And one of the things he said that really intrigued me was he said, "Listen to everybody." And he said, "And just because somebody is not as good as you are, at, a, at a, like for example, 
guitar playing because he was a guitar player. He said, just because somebody's not as good as you are doesn't mean that they're not doing some things better than you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because I play guitar myself. And I've been playing guitar for 30, like, over 30 years. And, and I saw just not too long ago at a record store, I was going to buy some new guitar strings. And I saw a kid in there that was about like 19 years old. And I was probably better at a lot of stuff because I just have more years in. But there was something he was doing, a technique he was using, and I, I've never heard it before. And I was like, holy shit, that's really, that's like really fucking good. <laughs> really good. So I started talking to this kid, man. And I was like, hey, man, you mind me, can, can you mind showing me like how you're doing that? And he took 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, wow. And it raised my game. It raised my guitar playing with that little technique that I never, you know, and I never even thought of it. You know, yeah, so here's yeah. a guy that's, I'm probably a more polished guitar player just because I have way more years, but but there was one thing that he did that if I would have been arrogant and or if I would have been like cocky or, or stuck up and not listened to him or just walked away, I wouldn't have learned that. Exactly. So the advice is exactly. you have somebody who's in the hip-hop world or whatever you're doing, listen to everybody. You don't get to that level in your head where you think, you know, you're the shit and, you know... Listen to listen to people that are older than you, but also don't ignore a hip hop artist that's got less time in because he may be doing something that that hey, you know, doing a little yeah, bit better than you maybe, you know. So, exactly. Yeah, man. So there you go. That's yeah. free. That's free advice. You with me? I'm with, oh, you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. You back? Think about, think about a little bit. All right, so I got a couple more questions for you, and I'll let you go. Um, so I re- also read in your bio that your mom and dad were, were, were had a very diverse musical taste. Um, yeah. And so, how has that shaped you as a as a musical artist today? Um, again, that's that's another like you know very very pivotal point um, in my music career. You know what I'm saying? I feel like all oh, I I, I want to. You know, I want to make music that's appealing to the modern ear, but, you know, not lose the scope of, you know, where, where it all came from. You know, I still want to have that that old school soul, and I feel like, you know, I do have that. And, and I feel like that's, uh, like, the hugest part of, you know, of, of why, why I make the style of music that I have. You know, hmm. my mom listened to a lot of, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the uh-huh. Whispers, the Floaters, you know, yeah. all kinds of people like that, you know what I'm saying? And, and my dad, you know, on the other side, you know, uh, Billy Ocean, you know, all kind of people, you know, he yeah. would, he would uh, all, all kind of people, you know, and so um, just knowing all those songs, and I'm constantly in the car, just constantly, so it's like, there's songs that are played that I don't remember hearing, and I just hear him randomly and know all the words, you know what I'm saying? So it's like just having all this, like, you know, this this deep, deep understanding of all these different genres of music and, you know, how they how they come up, how they, you know, how they um, get their point across to, to their to their mm-hmm. listeners. You know, I, I think about all that and I consider all of that um, when I'm writing music. And that's like that's that's what, you know, bursts such a, you know, yeah. Such a well diverse uh, project. Yeah, it's good. How how old is your dad? Uh, my dad is how old is that old man? He fifty three. Yeah. So you know what? You know why I asked that? Uh, because you said Billy Ocean, right? Yeah. And I'm fifty three exactly. 
And when you said Billy Ocean, I mean, I, I, Billy Ocean was like one of my favorite when I was when I was in the Navy. I was like, so I knew your dad must have been like roughly my age because he's like listening right. to the same exact stuff. <laughs> that's great. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I knew he'd be close, man. I didn't know he'd be exactly my age. That's pretty cool. Spot yeah. all, right. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, last thing I got for you. So we are. It's May, so we're still not quite halfway through 2019. Um, okay. So where do you want to be by 2020? What do you want to get done? Uh, 2020, um, I feel like I, I should, I, I should, well, I, I want to be, you know, secure in a record deal by 2020. You know, like yeah. I said, I, I've, I've made a lot of valuable connections. Yeah. You know, I've got my music to the right people's ear. And, you know, so seeds are planted and, you know, fruit is growing right now. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, hopefully even before 2020, but but definitely by 2020, you know, I hope to be secured in a record deal and, you know, kicking out music to the masses for sure. I love it, man. Hey, look, I had a lot of a lot of fun talking to you. You really seem like you got a good head on your shoulders, man. So just keep keep smart, keep focused, stay away from bullshit, man. It can get you hurt or, or, or fuck you up, you know, your, your career up. Um, sure. Stay away from that, man. Keep Keep positive people in your life. And um and keep at it, man, because you're really talented. I listened to your song. Um, I think you got a lot of talent. So stick with it, man. And when you got some new stuff, I want you to come back. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, you know, I gotta come back. You know, I gotta come back. Oh yeah, man. So last thing before you go, tell all the listeners out there where they can get your music and where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, so follow me Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at King West Five Hundred Three. That's K I N G W E S S. I remember it's not W E S T. Uh, W E S S five zero three. Um, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook. Uh, my music is on all streaming platforms. Um, so you say if you type in King West, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer, Google, Amazon, doesn't matter. Type in King West, you gonna find me right there. Listen to that Highway One Hundred One. There it is. I appreciate you doing this, man. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me again.